Hello and welcome back to the Country Intelligence Report. We're your hosts, Spencer Bentley, Terrell Cummings, and Devin Florzak. Today we have part two of our end of the year, end of the fiscal year wrap-up. This time around, we thought we'd do something a bit more um, unique and discuss you know, how country intel prepares for the end of year, uh, of the fiscal year, and overall some trends that we've been seeing in terms of awards, contracts, actions taken, and other insights that we think can be compelling to businesses, specifically small businesses that deal with the federal government. And uh, we'll go ahead and dive right into it. So reflecting on the year... Uh, that the DOD has had and, and the road of road ahead, um, you know, let us discuss some significant contracts that have been awarded in the past year and how these contracts may reflect the evolving priorities of the DOD. The type of contracts, um, the types of groups that are they're awarded to, and the types of organizations that uh, these contracts are being Uh, sponsored by, all have implications on trends in the overall defense sector. And Devin, I know you have a few insights that you'd like to share, so why don't you let us know about how some of these trends may be shaping the future of the defense sector as they play out? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, in general... As far as spending goes and, you know, the, the more large contracts that were awarded in, uh, you know, FY23, you know, it, it points to the military departments um, and, you know, upgrading or developing um, new equipment or materiel, you know, to support, you know, the, the overall readiness of the nation. And, you know, that, that's interesting um, because, you know, as we all recall in, uh, I think in the, I think it was FY22 or maybe it was FY21, it was a big deal when, you know, uh, Microsoft won the cloud computing contract, uh, you know, over Amazon. And, you know, that was one of the larger, you know, federal contracts awarded uh, for that time period. But, you know, specifically for, you know, this past year, it seems like more so there's been an emphasis on, you know, like I said, spending within the different military departments, you know, especially, you know, improving, you know, either ships, you know, aircraft, or just, you know, general activities within the mill depths, you know, especially with emphasis on, you know, actual engineering of these things. So, you know, I think that's just sort of reflects the world that, you know, we're in this year, you know, especially with, you know, the middle, middle East becoming turbulent within the last couple of weeks, you know, I'm sure the, the DOD as a whole, you know, saw that, you know, something was coming, you know, you know, first off we had Ukraine and then, you know, it just seems like tensions everywhere are starting to escalate. So, you know, I think the spending in the last year totally makes sense and it sort of reflects, you know, where we're at. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Seeing these different uh, trends sort of play out is is definitely um, enlightening, and it's it can help a lot of businesses sort of plan for the year ahead, and not just the current year, but uh, well into the future. Um, and you know, one thing that's particularly um, 
I guess, poignant for us and, and other small businesses is the uh, small business set aside. And, you know, I'd like for us to sort of discuss how the DOD is approaching this um, really um, invaluable uh, mechanism for small businesses and the impact that their initiatives uh, have had regarding, you know, how it led to an overall increase in investments in small businesses and, um, you know, what that can mean for uh, entrepreneurs looking to get into the space and small businesses looking to um, maybe expand from one uh, organization to the next or just, um, you know, continue to grow uh, within their own within their own organization. Yeah, I mean, FY22 was uh, definitely a good year for those with small business set-asides working with the DOD. You know, I, I think as, you know, we, we have some statistics we'll talk about in a bit later, but um, FY23 might not have been as good. Uh, but maybe that sort of reflects, you know, the DOD as a whole. And, you know, like I said, um, you know, obviously all these larger contracts are going to, you know, these larger vendors, you know, such as, you know, Lockheed or Huntington Ingle, General Electric, et cetera. Um, and if there's more money going to, you know, the larger vendors, obviously, you know, the, the piece of the pie sort of shrinks for the smaller guys like us. Um, but, you know, going forward, I, I think it's important to, to sort of note that, you know, obviously, you know, we could work with these smaller vendors or these larger vendors. Um, but we definitely need to look ahead and, and try to figure out, um, you know, if 2023 was a down year for small business, maybe 2024 will be, you know, a lot more promising. And I, I think that's something that, you know, we definitely saw. Um, you know, the when we were taking a look at the FY22 uh, small business procurement scorecard, I think the government was very excited to report, you know, that they pretty much over exceeded their goal amount for the year. Uh, they over exceeded by, it looks like, you know, 10 to 15 percent. Um, you know, each year the government sort of promises or makes a goal about how much money they want to award to small businesses and, and those with set asides, you know, underneath small business. Um, and, you know, they definitely overexceeded that for 2022. But, you know, as we were looking at the SAM.gov data for 2023, I, I think we saw that there was actually a decrease across the board in both contracts awarded and dollars awarded, uh, which, you know, seems, you know, like I said, again, that's that's kind of interesting just because, you know, we, we you know, briefly mentioned the larger contracts that are awarded this year to, to the large guys. And, you know, I feel like as the global environment changes, um, you know, that obviously has an impact on, you know, how the DOD spends its money and, and grants money to contracting groups. Yeah, it does. And I think that's something that we always have to be sort of cognizant of is that, um, uh, you know, these budgetary uh, decisions are never made in a vacuum. Um, oftentimes they're made in uh, a, a reactionary um uh, stance, uh, politically, you know, especially if you're dealing with the DOD, obviously, uh, as we can see now, um, different priorities, uh, can switch, uh, overnight at the drop of a dime. Um, you know, and as priorities switch, uh, the rationale for how awards should be, uh, um, crafted and granted, uh, also switches. Um, you know, it's, um, what we see now that, uh, you know, 
obviously the the Ukrainian uh, Russian war has been um, sort of playing center stage with uh, foreign policy and um, you know defense priorities, but now we have. Um, this, uh, you know, Israeli uh, Hamas uh, conflict that's going on that is sure to um, change the rationale for a lot of decision makers on, uh, you know, where budgets should go and why. Uh, and that's just the world that we live in uh, as defense contractors. So um, it's, it's always important that um, we, we understand that and, and we uh, adjust accordingly um, because you know, the small business set aside is a powerful tool, but um, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, small businesses don't have the uh, influence or lobbying power that the larger larger players do, and uh, that that has real world consequences when you are not involved in the high level decision making on uh, where funds should go uh, for any particular reason. So, definitely something that uh, small businesses need to stay stay uh, cognizant of. Yeah, and um, if we want to get into specifics, we can as well. So the the data that we looked at was data from Sam.gov, and we we were just taking a look at total actions and total dollars uh, granted. Uh, so you know, when we say an action, uh, that means that you know a contract was posted, and you know that is equal to one action. Um, and then you know dollars is the total amount of eligible dollars that were awarded, you know, for that action. Um, so you know, it, even though the, the government was reporting that, you know, FY22 was great, um, I would assume that when they come out with their scorecard in 23, that it's going to be, you know, a, a not maybe a, maybe a slight decrease. You know, it kind of depends on what sort of data they're looking at. You know, we, we're just looking at what's on SAM.gov. So I'm sure they have a more comprehensive look, you know, taking a look at, you know, GSA. Um, and, you know, other, you know, contracting sites, you know, that that's not just Sam.gov, but from at least what we can see on Sam.gov is, you know, like we said, there's, there's definitely been a decrease overall in, in both actions and dollars awarded um, between, you know, the time period of FY22, uh, which we're considering, you know, October 1st, 2021 to October 1st, 2022, you know, compared to 23, which is, you know, October, you know, 2022 to October, 2023, you know, this, this past period. Um, and, you know, specifically we saw a th- around a 30% decrease in total actions awarded to small businesses. Um, and then a decrease of 12% in dollars. So, you know, the, the amount of overall work definitely drastically in, uh, decreased, but, um, you know, the dollar amount was only a, a 12% decrease. So, you know, that's not truly terrible. Um, what I did find interesting, though, is just specifically looking at, at the small business set-asides that actually got impacted the most. Um, when we're looking at actions, so just contracts awarded, it looks like those that had 8A set-asides and certified hub zone set-asides had the most amount of actions decreased between the periods. Um, and then when we're looking at dollars, um, hub zone was actually um, one of the most impacted by dollars as well. And then the small disadvantaged business as well. Um, so, yeah, I, and we, we could theorize, of course, why that might be. But, um, you know, I, I just find that that's interesting. And I, I feel like a lot of, you know, people aren't really talking about, um, you know, obviously the, the general theme is that, you know, they're, they're talking about the general amount of dollars that are worth small businesses. But, 
you know, I think it's good to analyze, you know, what set of sites these dollars are actually going to and, you know, who's being impacted the most. So, do you, Devin, do you think that, you know, if the, um, I guess the actions were down for 2023, should we expect the actions to probably increase in 2024? Um, is that what you're thinking? Or is this kind of just depends on the cycle of the, the contracts that are going to be better out there? Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe FY 2022 was so good that and, you know, exceeded far expectations that 2023 was just going always going to be a down year no matter what. Um, you know, we we've sort of looked at data, you know, from the last five years. But I think our conclusion when we, we took a look at that a couple of months ago was that after COVID, the federal contracting environment sort of changed. So I, I think that's we're sort of in a, a new era of contracting from, you know, pre-COVID to post-COVID. Um, you know, as, uh, as we all know, f- with remote work and, you know, uh, you know, different tensions in, in certain places of the world post-COVID. Um, so, you know, overall, you know, who knows what next year will hold. But, you know, maybe FY22 was so good that FY23 was just, you know, a sort of return to the mean. So, um you know, one thing that we can look at is the actual um, dollars and actions per set aside. I think what might be helpful is if we take a look at each of the set asides and sort of identify, you know, the best organizations that each set aside could sort of look to, um, you know, per dollars and, and actions rewarded. So we can go ahead and just start with the, the overall small business set aside. So, you know, obviously it doesn't really help much if we just talk about, you know, everything sort of, you know, decreasing from um, the previous year to last year. You know, that doesn't really help anyone. Um, but we can at least talk about the different set-asides and, you know, which organizations seem to be um, the most beneficial to reach out, depending on what set-aside you have. And for a small business set-aside... Um, so what we did was we took a look at the dollars per action uh, ratio change year over year. And when we took a look at that, you know, we, we have a couple organizations for each set aside and for the small business set aside, it looks like, you know, if you just have a general small business set aside, you want to look for work with either the Department of Labor, the Department of Commerce, or the Office of Personnel Management. And, you know, I think for us, you know, as, as, you know, we're, you know, primarily workforce development consultants, you know, maybe for us, for, for country Intel, country Intel, you know, the office of personnel management is something that we, you know, we should look to and, and sort of hone in on. Um, but, you know, of course, you know, all of this sort of depends also on your, your area of expertise. Um, but, you know, doing sort of analysis like this can, can definitely, you know, sort of give you some insight on, you know, where you should be focusing your action as a small business. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fascinating. Um, you know, you're, you're spot on this type of analysis really can help guide, guide, not just our hands, but, uh, any small business, um, looking to, uh, you know, become more efficient with their expansion or, you know, search for, for new work. Um, and it is interesting that we're seeing, um, or we've seen a decrease in actions um, for small business uh, set asides just in general in the past, in the previous fiscal year. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, there can be a lot of different factors that play into that. 
Um, it could be that the previous year was, like you said, was just, uh, was, was, uh, exceptional. And, um, you know, like you said, we're coming back to the mean. It could also be, um, you know, a consequence of, uh, you know, like I said earlier, shifting priorities or, um, uh, consolidation, which we see is always, um, an ongoing issue in the, in the contracting, uh, realm, um, large companies, mid-sized companies, snatching up these small companies, um, and just generally, um, uh, uh, sort of clearing the board. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's something that, uh, is, is definitely, uh, interesting, this analysis that you've done and just looking at it now, I can see that there are certainly some bright spots, um, for small businesses, um, but there are also some, uh, some significant changes. And I think this again goes to, um, just, a, a shifting of priorities. And I'd be interested to see how these numbers step up to, uh, or, or, um, compare to rather, uh, what the numbers would be like in say the first or second fiscal year of a new administration, um, mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, what type of how uh, you know political winds can impact uh, the uh, the standing of small business and the prioritization of uh, actions being granted and, and uh, overall dollars spent. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, this is fascinating work here. Yeah, I mean the the thing that I sort of took away by by start by taking a look at and analyzing each sort of set aside was that. You know, each set aside seems to have you know different set of organizations they should be reaching out to. Um, it, you know, when we when we look overall, and you're just taking a look at this data, you know, I think everyone assumes that you know you should just go work for or try to get work with the DoD mm-hmm. and then the Department of Veterans Affairs because you know they have the most money available and they give out the most actions. Um, but you know, when we're looking at more so a, a dollar per action, you know, ratio, I think that sort of highlights, you know, certain organizations that, that might be hidden. Um, you know, besides just going after you know the, the VA and the DOD. Um, Definitely. You know, one that sticked out for me um, was for women-owned small business. Was that it, it looks like they might have the best luck taking a look at the Department of Treasury. Um, which not many other set asides, you know, have the Department of Treasury, you know, as as a key organization that they should reach out to. Um, looks like A Day has it as well. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, you know the, the general gist is that you know if you're if you have a certain set aside, uh, you know, just don't assume that you know you're going to want to just you know primarily work with the DoD. You know, obviously right. yeah, that. You know, like we said, you know, the DOD has the most money and they, they put out the most contracts, but uh, you should definitely take a look at, you know, this data that's offered by SAM.gov and, and other procurement sites and, and try to figure out some, you know, alternative organizations that your company can work with. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, that's that uh, we've, we've touched on this before, but flexibility um, in your offerings and in your uh, strategy for gathering work is uh, really important uh, when you're trying to secure a contract with the, with the government as a whole. Um, this particular uh, analysis that you've done is, is quite interesting. I wonder if we could put it out there for the general public just to, uh, to, to, to reference um, because it is uh it is pretty telling um, 
you know, for small businesses looking to gain some sort of advantage, if you have a clearly defined um, service and um, value proposition that uh, you can articulate well, I think um, leaving yourself open to working with different departments, different organizations within the government is uh, is really key to, to winning new business. And um, this is uh, definitely eye-opening for me, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Maybe we'll have to do a little blog post about it. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for that. This will definitely be uh, made available thanks to uh, the brilliant mind of one Devin Florzak. Um, but I think, you know, in terms of overall trends, um, we're, we're going to have to see. <laughs> I'd be interested. I'm, I'm very interested to see how these numbers stack up to uh, this previous fiscal year. Um, obviously, <clears throat> we've had quite a few developments that could have impacted this, uh, uh, both domestically and uh, and abroad. Um, so it will be interesting to see how these hold up and if there's an overall trend in uh, the decrease um, away from small business uh, set asides and um, uh, awards and, you know, what the implications may be f- uh, f- of that, if that is the case for the, uh, the broader contracting uh, realm, because uh, as we've seen and we've touched on a few times here, um, there is uh, unfortunately a shift towards um, more and more uh, awards going to larger uh, big name players in the space. Um, so we'll have to see. Uh, that could be just a phenomenon of the DOD. Um, obviously, it's just, it seems like some of these uh, smaller departments uh, have held their ground and are um, are continuing to uh, give that preference to small businesses. Um, but um, yeah, we'll see if, if that holds water uh, when we run the numbers next year. thank you for listening this has been a great uh, summary of the fiscal year hopefully you got some uh, actionable intelligence out of this be tuning in uh, for the blog post that will accompany this episode Uh, we'll be highlighting some of the analysis provided by Devin Florzak and we will talk to you next time thank you for listening to the country intelligence report Please like and subscribe to stay on top of the latest developments with the show. For more information on the Country Intelligence Group, please visit our website at www.countryintel.com. You can also be found across multiple social media platforms at Country Intel.